Welcome to the Taffy Marino Podcast. I'm your host, Taffy, and I'm so glad that you joined me. Together, we are going to empower and encourage one another to do the good things God planned for us long ago. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, This week, we are wrapping up our four-part series on Anxious for Nothing. Originally, I didn't know that it was going to go into four parts, um, but it just kind of happened that way. As we wrap today up, it's going to be short and sweet. I have this thing where I don't want to give you or try to give more than what I actually have. So I have a little bit to give you. I feel like it's powerful. I feel like it's going to be effective, uh, but it may be a short episode. So enjoy. Um, We are going to go ahead and read the scripture that we've been covering these last three weeks in Philippians. And it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things, the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, These do, and the God of peace will be with you. We know that this was Paul writing to the church at Philippi. And this is his instruction, and we've been going over it as kind of a model of how we deal with anxiety, fears, worries, concerns. And we've really, I feel like, covered that thoroughly. But that final part where he tells them how to think and and really what is the criteria of what we should be allowing our hearts and minds to be meditating on. And then he instructed them that things that you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. You know, each day we have a choice. Each moment we have a choice. We choose what goes in and as a result, what comes out. Today, we are going to talk about faith in action. We have learned all week. We have built, I say all week, all month, we have built ourselves up. And now we are going to put action to our faith because James says that faith without works, it's dead being alone. So as I was studying for this, this really I really felt like this is the way that we were going to go. I saw an Instagram story by a well-known minister, Jen Tringell, and I thought it was so fitting. It said, if you watch HGTV too long, you will become dissatisfied with your home. If you stay on social media too long, you'll become dissatisfied with your life. If you watch the news too long, you'll become dissatisfied with the world. Unplug. Pray and read your Bible. Read a book. Spend time with a friend. Take a walk. Our minds are easily influenced, but we get to control what the influence is. Today, choose wisely. You know, I think if Paul was writing letters today, he would address so many things. 
We do not have Paul writing letters to us today, but we do have the voice of the Holy Spirit, and he still leads and guides us into all truth. You know, I remember years ago before social media was a thing, I think it, what, Facebook came out around 2008. I actually remember that. But before that, you know, there there wasn't really, I mean, there was MySpace, but I never had a MySpace, so I really don't know what that was about. But before social media, um, the Holy Spirit prompted me on the inside to quit reading my People magazine. I loved my People magazine. It was a treat. But I was struggling at that time with anxiety and depression. And later I learned that magazines were a contributing factor when it came to anxiety and depression. The Holy Spirit was trying to or was leading me into truth. I just didn't recognize at that time that there was a connection. You know, a lot of times we won't see the connection. We won't understand why the Holy Spirit is prompting us to do something. But we are called to listen and obey. It says we are to be hearers of the word and doers of the word. Faith in action. Third John, uh, third John verses or chapter one verse two says, "Beloved friend, I pray that you are prospering in every way, and that you continually enjoy good health, just as your soul is prospering." You know the Greek word there before that prospering means to be brought along to a smooth and prosperous journey or to be continually prospered unto success in every way. God wants us to be successful in every way. It's just not one portion of our life, but he wants us to be in good health. He wants our soul to prosper and he wants every part of our life to be a success. Think of your child. Don't you want them to be successful in their relationships? Don't you want them to be successful in their professional endeavors? Don't you want them to be successful, most importantly, in their relationship with the Lord? That's our heart, that they have a full life, that they're full of peace, and God has the same thing for us. We must guard our hearts and listen to the still, small voice of the Holy Spirit. We cannot ignore His promptings. Proverbs 4.23 says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. I remember the Holy Spirit speaking to my heart, and he said, you will never drift into the plan of God. The course of your life comes from guarding your heart. Whatever goes in your heart is going to determine the course of your life. That's why Paul said, here's the criteria of what you're putting in and what you're to think on, because then you will have good success. In Joshua, it says, meditate day and night on God's words so that then you will be prosperous and have good success. You know, I believe that there are things that God is prompting you to do as an individual, things that are tailor-made for your life, for your situation that he has been prompting you to do, and because it's so small and it's seemingly insignificant, maybe you've been ignoring it. Maybe you don't see the connection, just like I didn't understand why he was leading me to put away my magazine. I didn't understand why that was a big deal. 
but it was contributing to anxiety and depression that I was already struggling with. But he wanted me to have good success. He cares for us and he wants us to be able to live that life that he created for us or us for a long time ago. You know, I told you that the Lord spoke to my heart and said, you'll never drift into the plan of God. Well, immediately I thought about a raft trip that my family and I went on. And, you know, you think rafting or a float trip is actually what they call it. Now, I had been on float trips before, so I knew a little more what to expect than our children did because we had never taken them on one. But it requires so much communication as well as work. You have to paddle if you don't want to drift into the wrong place. We never drifted where we wanted to go. It was like you would drift over and like some, you know, stuff like shrubs and scrubs or whatever, like just some like fallen trees and you've got roots sticking up. You'll drift towards those things. You're not going to drift into the plan of God for your life. It's going to take steps that you are making in following the leading and the guiding of the Holy Spirit. He has a daily plan for our lives. And it says that Jesus, he walked in that. He said, the only things that I say and do are the things that I hear my father say and do. Now, I know he's our ultimate example, but we can live a much more um, disciplined life than maybe we're living now. Um, and also we'll have good success. What is the Holy Spirit prompting you to do or not to do? It may seem insignificant, like I said. It may seem completely unrelated to your circumstance, but know that it is not. He knows you better than anyone. He knows the number of hairs on your head, and he's got your lab work, meaning he knows everything about you. Remember when Paul told Timothy to drink a little wine for his stomach? Do you know that science proves that red wine is a rich source of digestive probiotics? These wines promote a healthy digestive system by activating the enzymes required to digest fats and proteins while stimulating the production of certain vitamins. They didn't have probiotics like we do. They didn't have the things that we have. And Paul, I believe, being led by the Holy Spirit was like, Timothy, I think you need to take a little bit of wine and it's going to help your stomach. There are things with anxiety that maybe he's been saying, hey, cut out caffeine. I want you to start taking walks. I want you to exercise. I want you to go to bed a little earlier. I don't know what it is, but maybe there are things. Maybe he's saying, hey, cut back on the social media. Spend more time in the Word. Go outside for 20 minutes. I don't know what it is, but I feel like there's practical things that the Lord is leading us all to do that we need to listen Proverbs 14, 12 says, there's a way that appears to be right, but in the end, it leads to death. There are things that seem just fine. Everyone else is doing it and everyone else, they're just fine. I think I can do that too. But it says that it leads to death. There is a way, there is a path that God has for you that leads to life and an abundant life. One minister says it this way, the natural combined with the supernatural is a dynamic force for God. 
When we combine the, the natural things, the promptings of the Holy Spirit that seem small, they don't seem very spiritual, they don't seem like a big deal. When we combine that with being obedient because we sense that the Holy Spirit is leading us to do so, it will be a dynamic force for God in our lives. We need to commit to be hearers and doers of the Word of God. No longer will we ignore His promptings. We know His voice, and we're going to choose to listen and obey. Well, that's all I have. That wraps up this series on Anxious for Nothing. I encourage you, go spend some time in prayer. Maybe you've ignored these promptings for so long that your heart's gotten a little hardened to it. Go back, talk to God, get a notebook out and say, Lord, lead and guide me in this, What in, in this area. What are some things that I can do that I'm not working, I'm not striving, but I'm just following your leading and guiding? What are some things that I can do by faith? And take actions, action steps of faith to not just be a hearer of the word, but a doer also. And something you can, yeah, you can put your hand to. And then combined with the supernatural power of God, you're going to see some changes in your life. Thanks so much for joining me. Now, next week, I will not release a new episode. I'm doing something a little bit different, not in the format, but in me personally, the way that I am um, doing my recording. So next week, there will not be a recording, but the following week there will be. And uh, so, yes, I'll miss you. I know it's a busy time of year. I know that we've got lots going on with all the kids going back to school and just getting back into our normal fall routine. Uh, summer's almost over and whew, we're ready for the cool weather. Weather. But thanks for joining me. I will see you not next week, or we'll talk not next week, but the week after that. I love you and have a very blessed day.